Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 6th to the 12th of June, 2022. Monday the 6th of June. Rain again, overnight and tempering into the morning. It becomes light showers, then changes to on and off before becoming fine drizzle hanging suspended. And it is cold again. And grey. Starlings engulf the feeding station, adults and young, a flap and bicker of wings, soft brown and white speckled on blue-green black. Jackdaws make creaking sounds down the chimney. There is not much sound, but a dull emptiness broken by bee drone and sparrow cheep. Elderflower is a bridal bouquet of buttermilk cream petals that clump among the green leaves. A baby sparrow sits fluffed up on one of the wrought iron arches, testing out its wings, shaking them out and wobbling a little in the process. Its downy feathers are ruffled by a breeze, leaving it looking round and dishevelled. Tuesday the 7th of June Fields of wheat are soft and green. Red poppies stand out in contrast among the tall, gently waving backs. Purple mallow opens wide flowers on roadsides. Gulls and crows fight aerial battles over car parks, white, black and grey circling each other for dominant airspace. Early evening sun is glowing and warm, but distilled through strong breezes. Daisies and buttercups spot the lawn in polka dots of yellow and white. The Dutzia is festival hung with white pearl droplets of flowers, not yet fully opened. Golden light shines through the dark leaves of the smokebush, turning them to a deep ruby purple red. The veins of the leaves green and meandering like river tributaries wending over parched ground. A wood pigeon warily wanders about under the feeder, peering over long grasses and around pots to make sure the coast is clear. There are more than 40 open flowers on one clematis and more buds still to come. Wednesday the 8th of June. A pheasant walks with curious and cautious steps onto the drive and through the tall oxide daisies that are swaying slightly. It has been another night of rain. Everything is damp and the world is so very green for it. Tiny fruits are starting to appear on the weeping crabapple tree. For the moment they look more akin to unripened cherries. Bright pink rambling roses are opening in the dark green of a hedge, the colours standing out vividly as they crawl their way up, through and over. Clouds create shadows on clouds. The shadow of one darkens upon another. 
bees disappear into the luring mouths of snapdragons. The day is made of bright sunshine and wind, and the wind blows all afternoon, rocking and knocking all in its path. Salvia and lavender have flowered in unison. Both are tall stems of green with purple flowers at their tops. At half past eight in the evening, a complete stillness falls. A blue sky is half full of large puff white clouds and the sun sends horizontal lines of bright low light across the horizon. Great Tit comes to the feeder for a three-course meal. First the seeds, then the peanuts and last the fat balls. Blackbird sings the evening in. Bat circles round and round under a bright nearly half moon. There is still light in the sky at ten. Thursday the 9th of June. Light rain is persistent at three. Though the droplets are small, they seem somehow to penetrate. The air is heavy and pollen thick. Cicerynchiums stand sharply upwards, green blades of thick leaves and tiny pale yellow flowers. There is something of the Jurassic about them. Pollen spores dance lightly on the air, spinning and twirling, moving where they are taken. One lone tall buttercup has grown up through the middle of a hyssop. Its button of yellow stands out in the green. From the chimney comes the gentle calling and croaking of the nesting jackdaws. Nearby, Ducks quack loudly as a crow shouts. It is as if they are having quite a heated argument. Then a magpie joins in with its harsh rattle. An old rose gives off the scent of Turkish delight and old-fashioned powder. Daylilies and peonies open. Tying up a sweet pea, I accidentally knock off a nasturtium leaf which I then eat, and the taste is wonderfully hot and peppery. Blackbird calls a warning cry in an overly light evening. Friday the 10th of June. On opening curtains, two jackdaws are on the feeder. It is not made for birds their size, and so they are clumsy, figuring out how to get to the fat balls. It has turned very hot and windy. Everyone is caught off guard by the change of temperature. Second sowing peas have poked above ground, small bright green tips out of brown earth. Goldfinches bubble away in late afternoon sun. The sky, bright blue, has the occasional whisper of cloud. The dutsia is now half white, half green. The pearl drops, opening each day into small ruffles of flowers. Its long branches sway in the wind, as do all the treetops. Blackbird sings cheerily from the old green-gauge trees. Buttercups are open in the sun, closed where they sit in shade, attuned to light and dark. Red ants appear to be excavating a strawberry, Whether for eating, living or breeding, I don't know. The first peony to come out has become top-heavy and in need of the support put in place. 
The enormous bloom is crammed with tightly packed bright pink petals. More bee orchids flower in the unmown grass. Hawkweed has sent up new deep and bright orange flowers, burning suns against the grass. Saturday the 11th of June, 7.30am and you can already feel the heat of the day. A cool wind blows but the sun is hot. Starlings, young and adult, are impatient at the feeder. Barely have I turned my back from filling the tray and there they are, squabbling, cobbling and kicking about. Noisy house sparrows sit on the roof and in hedges nearby awaiting their turn. Buttercups and clover polka dot cover the lawn in myriad spots of yellow and white. There is a huge and discordant hum of bees coming from the salvia hotlips, the red and white flowers drawing in all sizes and shapes. The day is half and half looming cloud and bright sun in constant and quick succession. The oversized clouds march across the sky quickly in strong winds. Many are completely flat on their undersides. Bumblebees make their way in and out of snapdragons. They pause on the edge of lips to prise apart the velvet mouths before crawling entirely in, in and out, engulfing and being engulfed. The first sweet peas are opening delicate petals on climbing stems that twist and twirl tendrils around an old dogwood frame. There are more and more baby sparrows, round and fluffy, pale but quite competent already at finding their own food. New roses are coming out at speed, standard, climbing and rambling as if all have been given the same signal to go forth. Sunday the 12th of June. The verges are full and crowded with oxide daisies, tall and swaying in the wind. They are so prevalent that roadsides are mounded and obscured by green and white. Blackbirds and goldfinch duet in late afternoon. One takes a low and fluting song, the other a more freestyle jazz counter melody. Grasses and field crops grow up between the cracks of paving slabs, seeded there by the birds. Even more bee orchids appear under the weeping crab apple tree. Delicate pinks with a subterfuge, orange and brown imitation bee. On the large cherry tree, the first signs of red are appearing on fruits. Strawberries deepen to glossy scarlet reds each day. Dianthus, come again from last year's planting, have bloomed into a thick bouquet of pink and white. The wind blows in strong gusts. All around me shakes and swirls. It has been hot today, and with the added wind, so much has become dry again. Meadow Cranesbill is filling borders, and any other place it has found a footing, both white and purple flowers. Great willow herb stands taller than me, with flowers yet to come. Swifts fly in a blue sky, 
with silver-edged clouds. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.